Hey, welcome everybody to the Unshakable Habits podcast. I am your host, Stephen Box, and today I have an episode that I'm really excited to bring to you because my guest today talks a lot about self-esteem. And if you've listened to any episodes of the podcast, you know I am really big on mindset and emotional and mental health. And those are two areas that self-esteem really has an impact. I really believe that so often we hold ourselves back in life because we don't believe in ourselves. We allow other things to factor into that. So I'm really excited for you to hear what my guest has to say. And I'm going to come back and introduce you to her here in just a second. The Right Habits put you in control of your health, relationships, mindset, and more. But most people lack the tools to stick with those habits long enough to see results. That is about to change. Welcome to the Unshakable Habits Podcast with your host, habit change specialist and speaker, Stephen Box. Join us each week as experts share their stories, experiences, and insights and give you the tools to build unshakable habits so you can live life on your terms. It's time to take your habits from unsustainable to unshakable. And welcome back to the show. So as you can see, I am joined today by my guest, Clarissa Burt, who is the author of the Self-Esteem Regimen and... Our regime, sorry. That's I, okay. Totally messing it up already. That's okay. It's all good. <laughs> see, see, this is why people have to have self-esteem because we yeah. all make mistakes, right? So totally. yeah, I, did, I did that totally on purpose to make a point, by the way. Oh, there you go. And you picked it up beautifully. You just kept right on sailing <laughs> through. That's the, that's the ticket right there. Yes. So you also are the president and CEO of In the Limelight Media. You've also had a career as a model, an actress. You've just done all kinds of stuff. So I have to ask the first question, obviously off the bat, what made you become so passionate about self-esteem? Well, you know, it was one of those kind of things that I think I learned very early on. I knew that I was, I watched my mother, obviously, as most little girls do. And mom was a beautiful lady. She's beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. But, you know, I never thought she was, and she didn't want her picture taken. Don't take my picture. Don't take my, don't take my picture. I look horrible in pictures. And she always thought she was overweight, and she wasn't. She was gorgeous. So then my grandmother was of the same ilk. So she was, she was, ah, I've got to lose weight. And she was gorgeous. My grandmother's absolutely beautiful, you know. So I got to lose weight. And as I would go through high school and whatever else, I would see girls that were kind of in, you know, um, doing things that were, not necessarily in, you know, like living, I didn't think they were, my, in my opinion, they weren't living in their truth. They were living in toxic relationships or they were drinking a lot or drugging a lot. And I know that those are the years where people are discovering them, discovering themselves. But I just thought, wow, I don't know. It just didn't feel yeah. like living in integrity and in truth. Then I got the really great fortune to work with some of the most beautiful women in the world as at the, in, in the modeling industry. And we really were considered, I would say, the, you know, the top 1% back in the day. I was on every major runway in the world. I was on 250 magazine covers. I mean, I had a really yeah. lucky, lucky career. And a lot of the girls there, too, I, I could see that they were really struggling with their esteem and self-esteem in some way, shape, or form. So yeah. there was a common denominator, right, Stephen? There's a common denominator. Yeah. And I went, oh, 
it's got to be self-esteem. And I noticed that the same thing would happen with guys. So nobody gets off this planet exempt. Everybody's got to go yeah. through it. In order to get through it, yeah. you've got to know it and learn it. We don't necessarily get that kind of, a lot of us didn't get that kind of education in our home at home. Yeah. So the natal tribe was, we thank them for what they did impart on us, but it may not be our truth. And it, some of it may not have really helped our self-esteem a whole lot. And then as we go forward, it could be our faith that we may have a few, you know, different questions about, you know, that may not land yeah. in truth for us. And we go to educative, we go to our, you know, onward universities and colleges and, and we have peer yeah. groups. And so we have to learn how to navigate all of that all while still trying to figure out who we are. Yeah. It's yeah. all about what you know, who you know, in the sense that who, who you listen to. Yeah. When, you know, what are you listening to? Where are you getting your information? How are you compiling that? And yeah. how are you making it better serve you? If you were told your entire life that you were, you know, you were nothing, you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to prove that you are something. Yeah. So it's a, it's a real, it's a real, you know, people say, ah, oh, silly, uh, you know, self-esteem, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. It's everything yeah. you are. It's everything you do. It's everything you think. It's every relationship you have. It's the relationship you have with yourself. It's what you think. It's self-perception. It's mm -hmm. so, it's so vast and yeah. so deep that I, I really do, especially now when we are all living in such a grand amount of uncertainty yes. to live in the personal growth aisle at Barnes and Noble, which is where, yeah. thank God, I can tell you my book is, and I'm so proud, but, you know, live in places <laughs> read. Yes. I, I have voracious appetite. I'm sure you do too, as, as do your yeah. listeners. And that is the voracious appetite to learn. Yeah. And for me, that means being also being a better person tomorrow than I am today. Could be the littlest thing, could be yeah. something grandiose, but I want to be better tomorrow at something than I yeah. was today. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that you, you mentioned this, this idea of, you know, how self-esteem affects pretty much everybody, because I can literally sit here and think back on interviews that I've done. And I think this is our 28th, 29th episode, something like that in total. And every single one of those episodes, as we're going back through people's stories, there's a part of their life where someone told them something that made them doubt themselves or maybe they had certain expectations put on them that they didn't feel they could live up to. And it always circled back to their self-esteem that later put them into a little box and made yes. them incapable of being themselves and fully. Because they didn't have their the tools. They didn't have yeah. the tools at the time. They weren't, they didn't have the tools and the resources. All they knew is what they were being told or all they knew yeah. is that, that the expectations upon them were put so high mm -hmm. that they were destined to fail because they didn't have the tools to say, Hey dad, guess what? Or Hey mom, mm -hmm. hold on a sec. You know, you just, it's yeah. not what you know when you're eight or nine or 10. Now maybe today a little bit more than in my day, but it's one of those kinds yeah. of things that you take in what the environment is offering, what it's yeah. teaching, what it's expecting yeah. of you. And so that's where it all starts is where you start to think you are not good enough. Yeah. And when you take an, I'm not good enough message in your head, in your heart and in your soul out into the world, mm -hmm. it doesn't 
it doesn't reflect back well. You're not exactly. going to get good things or great things back when you're nope. thinking that way about yourself. So yeah. this is why books like mine, and again, mine is called also, uh, it's a regime for a reason. Regime means an yeah. organized way of doing things. And this right. is an action plan. There's a whole plan in here for becoming a, the competent person you were meant to yeah. be before everything else kind of, you know, seeped in and took over. Yeah. One of the other things that I love to say, Stephen, is that you, know, you often you'll hear somebody say, ah, you are enough. We are enough. Everybody's enough. And I'm enough. Well, if you look up enough, it's, it means only as much as is required. Look up yeah. enough. Only as much as is required. Now, Stephen, yeah. I don't know about you. I know about me. But I will tell you, I know that I am so much more than enough. I, yeah. And I've worked very hard at it. But I'm so much more than enough. I'm sure you are so much more than enough. As yeah. much as is required. Well, required by whom? Number right. one, yep. you know, I mean, and how do you, how can you quantify or qualify required? Right. You can't. So, you know, we're all in this, uh, on this, again, this planet, this rock together, and everybody's got their own, um, their own path that they have to follow. And we're all at different places, different levels, different degree. It's all different. Yeah. And not, no two people are going to have the same self-esteem path. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. So as life, as I say, you know, life ebbs and flows and it will trigger mm -hmm. us and something's going to happen inevitably. Wow. That's life, right? If yep. you have what I call stand strong in your stead because your self-esteem tools are so honed and so sharp yeah. that when the, you know, the typhoon, the hurricane, the, you know, the storm comes through, you may mm -hmm. lose a leaf. You may even lose a branch, but you're yeah. not going to be uprooted and, and, and transported away with the storm, right? Yeah. Because right. You, knew, you know how to now navigate the negativity, the bullying, the, um, you know, all the stuff that, that, that's mm -hmm. thrown at us on a daily basis. I'll yep. tell you, what really did happen for me is once this book was published six months ago, the universe went, oh, really? Okay, you want to talk about so you want to start teaching and preaching about how the importance of something? Great, fantastic. And yeah. it threw at me, Stephen, boom, 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 I mean, one after the other. Yeah. My love life, my work life, my friendships, my family. I mean, holy smoly. These yep. last six months have been probably some of the most difficult of my life, but I've been able to handle them differently because mm -hmm. of the tools that I have in the shed. And make no mistake. The work in the book is not, it's not going to be easy. I'm not right. going to lie. I'm not going to say you're going to sail through it and you're going to do the work. You're going to take a deeper dive and you're going to work on some things you didn't even know were there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so get ready for that. You're going to work on your values. Mm -hmm. you, most, if I say to you, Stephen, what are your top three values? Would you know how to like wrinkle them off right away? You might have to think about them. And I'm, yeah. I asked for you to write eight. Give me your eight top values. Okay. Yeah. That's one. How about, um, how about your boundaries? Oh, everybody right. thinks that creating a boundary means you got to get upset. You got to get angry and you got to yell at people. No, oh, boundaries <laughs> are all, you know, I, I offer, I beg you to create your boundaries with ease, joy, and glory, you know, make it really simple. Teach people yeah. how you want to be treated, show people how you want to be treated. And if, again, yeah. if it, if it hurts, it isn't love. Yeah. I'm not saying, yeah. you know, you'll have a little tip or whatever. Yeah, that. But if it hurts, if something is toxic, like something is making you feel less than 
your mm-hmm. highest potential, your fullest self yep. walk and, and not don't walk, run quickly. Yeah. Yes. I, I love so much what you just pointed out there. Cause there, there's a lot of different things we can look at with that. I mean, first of all, you talk about, you know, what are your priorities? What are your values? Right. And that's one of the things I always teach is with my framework is everything starts with a vision, right? And visions aren't about, oh, I want to have a nice house and a nice car and all that. I mean, that can be a part of your vision. Well, that's called visions, buying your self-esteem. That's where right. you buy your self-esteem. Right. That's vision, what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Vision is about the behaviors, the person yes. you want to become. And that ties back into your values, what's actually important to you. And so like you hit on that, it's like, if you don't know what your values are, if you don't know what's important to you, then what becomes important to you is what everybody else tells you is important. You have to understand your own values. Your list of values act as your blueprint, your blueprint of life. You know, how, how you, again, will be uh, treated, won't be treated. How will you treat others is really, really important. Uh, you know, um, I often say, gosh, I think that manners, you know, just common courtesy manners, kind of went by the wayside for a lot of people, you know, and some, and some of the, you know, when I say self-esteem 101, a lot for me means doing something good for somebody else. And and it doesn't have to be broad stroke. It doesn't have to be grandiose. It can be something as simple as hold that elevator door open for somebody, you know, struggling to get there or, you know, let somebody in in traffic for God's sake, you're all going to get there sooner or later, you know, just let the guy, is he being a jerk? Let him be a jerk, but let him in, you know, what's it costing you? Help the lady down the stairs with the baby carriage, get up Mm -hmm. on public transportation for the elderly and a, and a pregnant woman. I mean, the littlest things, you know, with a nice smile, say, please, no, I I insist take my seat. Is, is, is just a self-esteem one-on-one, felt good about myself, yep. did the right thing, because what was the right thing to do, Stephen, right? right. And, um, and they feel really good about it, too. It's like, wow, yep. know, I mean, there really is some good out here in the world. You know, I want to be the good out there in the yep. world. That's what, yep. and I don't always hit the mark. I mean, look, I'm human, and, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> stuff can affect me really as well. I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect, but... I right. really do want, and I catch myself. That's another thing. Catch yourself, you know, sort mm-hmm. of like catch yourself and you can, you know, you can fix anything and don't be afraid to say, I'm sorry. If you've hurt somebody, you know, yep. don't be, there's, there's no shame in an mm-hmm. apology. No nope. shame at all in an apology. Here's yeah. another one. I love, I love this, Stephen and I, and then I'll let, I swear I'll let you talk, but I get really passionate about this. And <laughs> I don't know if you can tell or not. But don't betray your conscience. Yeah. Who are you when no one else is in the room? Yeah. How are you when no one else is in the room? Yeah. Are you up? Are you down? Are you depressed? Are you anxious? Are you like, where is it that you know? Because you know, I mean, the pit of your mm-hmm. stomach is always going to tell you how you are. You know, it's, it's a, re- you know, your emotions uh, are yep. are a really great uh, uh, indicator, uh, um, a measure, if you will, of yeah. how we are and how you do, how you do, and everybody's great. I'm doing great. I'm fabulous. Are you really? Yeah. And only I'm not saying you have to say, "Oh, I'm depressed and I'm so anxious." That's not what I'm getting at. But right. you know who you are when no one else is in the room, and what you've got to work on. Yeah. Yeah, and I think and again, it goes back to those concepts you talked about, right? It goes back to understanding your values, your priorities. It goes back to setting boundaries because boundaries, as as you were kind of pointing out there, is 
not actually about getting angry and all that stuff. Setting boundaries is so that you don't have to get angry, so that you don't have to raise your voice, so you don't have to act a fool, right? That's the whole point of setting boundaries is it teaches other people how to respect you. And then you talk about a concept like love. And a lot of people think like, oh, love hurts and, you know, relationship. No, that's not what love is. No one's saying that love is going to always be perfect and there's not going to be bad times, but love should be lifting you up, not tearing you down. That is absolutely right. That is absolutely right. Yeah. People do struggle with love in relationships and, and, you know, we want, we, we try to impose ourselves in the way we want them to be um, on them. We're trying to impose our way of life on someone else. And that's a tough one. You know, love doesn't mean that at all. Mean, you know, Mm -hmm. love means accepting someone for who they are. And, uh, and that, and therein lies the conundrum because, you know, it's a tough go. Um, when you say, yeah. I love you, it's, it's a commitment. I mean, you don't, yeah. you don't run around it. You know, that's not an easy, um, th- you don't throw that out easily. I love you. I love yeah. you really means again, I, I want to work with you and work through, uh, your oh. issues with you. And I want you to please help me do the same. And there's reciprocity for sure. And yeah. it's, it's always, um, concession you want to concede many times as well it doesn't mean losing yourselves in the relationship right as you say it means it means being able to support one another in all and and in everything yeah yeah that support factor is so huge and you know when you talked about this concept earlier of who are you when no one is around what is it that you want it actually reminded me of something that actually just I actually just saw it yesterday. Uh, it was an interview with Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. And he was talking about when he was a judge on Idol. And he said that he really struggled with this idea of telling somebody that they can't sing, even if they couldn't, even if they were absolutely horrible. He said he couldn't bring himself to do it because he's like, what if I tell some 16-year-old girl that she is horrible at singing and she should never sing? Yeah. Yeah. And in five years, 10 years down the road, she's sitting there with her newborn baby and she wants to sing them a song, but she can't do it because I told her that she sucks at singing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's when you think, right. like thinking about the impact you might have on somebody yeah. and being exactly. aware that that's exactly what you're talking well, about. Right well, words are, you know, words cut, you yeah. know, words can kill it. Like, they can kill the spirit. And, uh, and, and words to obviously said in a, in a very negative way, which is exactly yeah. what we're talking about. You know, I think that the most important things, at least for me, if you were to talk about values are to live in honesty, yeah. honesty with you, honesty with me. And sometimes it's not going to be a, a pleasant conversation for you when I'm being honest. Yeah, I'm going to be kind about it, but I'm also yeah. going to be honest. And I've been told my whole life. Yeah. Wow, you really are frank. Well, why are we beat? Why should we beat around the bush? You know, why should I be telling you a non truth? The second one is integrity. God, Mm -hmm. I love the word integrity. I just think that it is, it's really what I, and and again, uh, as imperfect as I am, it's one of the things that I do strive for. So when I say I want to be a better person tomorrow than I am today, I want to be more, I want to live in uh, even more integrity tomorrow than I do today. How can I make that happen? And this, and the yeah. last one that I absolutely love is honor. I want to be yeah. a woman of honor. And I think yeah. if all of us were to, to say honesty, integrity, and honor, 
um, it doesn't necessarily mean we're joining the military or the Boy Scouts. It means we really want to be the best that we can possibly be at all times. Um, We fall into old patterns, Stephen, and sometimes they're just really unpleasant ones that are very easily changed when you go through the work, like much much of the work that's done here in the self-esteem regime. We've yeah. got all kinds of tools and resources and we do mirror work. We do therapies, you know, different therapies that you will do at home and by yourself. But yeah, um, uh, the boundary work, the, the, the journaling, all the things that you have so pushed down. And again, I'm going to tell you, a lot of this is not going to be pleasant. Some of it could be even painful, but the light at the end of the tunnel when you do the work yeah. is so bright. It's so brilliant. It's so bold and beautiful that you'd be silly not to do the work at your own time. Take your own time, do a chapter at a time. And then when you're done and you're feeling really good, put it down for a while, pick yeah. it up in six months or a year, because this is the yeah. kind of book that I call a manual. It's a yeah. mission and it's a movement for me. I yeah. want to see everyone around the world living in happy, healthy self-esteem. Yeah, I was, I was checking out the, some of the book, and one of the things that I picked up on, kind of like what you just alluded to there, was it's really designed to help somebody not just go through this one time, right? Because there's almost this recognition in there that, and I say almost, but I think you probably actually had this recognition as you're putting it together, that someone may go through and have tremendous growth the first time, and they may be good. Right. But a lot of people, they're going to take very small steps. They're going to get, they're going to hit that first little bit of discomfort and they might grow like this much. And then that's it. That's but not all even that right is now. something to be celebrated. Yeah. So, so now they go back through it again and then they grow yeah. that much more and, and again, and then they grow that much more. And then that's how they keep growing. So these are well, things you know, that they can repeat over and over. There are three choices in life that we say either give up, yeah, give in. Or you give it all you got. Yeah. And this is where you give it all you got. Even if you yeah. do, you read the book and the changes are minuscule. It's a change and it's, it's, it's growth and you're moving in the right direction. You know, give yourself yeah. a pat on the back. That right, that right there should be giving you a whole bunch of self-esteem because <laughs> you read the book, you did the work, and you know that you know what to expect next time. Bigger yeah. and better growth next time you read it and the next time again. I also love people uh, to leave people with, you know, the other word that I, that I like to use frequently is loyalty. I think that loyalty is a huge word in self-esteem, being loyal to ourselves, being loyal to our truth and being loyal to others is another boost, you know, into your own Mm -hmm. self-esteem. You know, loyalty is when you have somebody's back Mm -hmm. behind their back. Yeah. And it's loyalty is when somebody has my back behind my back. You know, those yeah. are the kinds of relationships you may you may only create a handful of them in a lifetime. Of remembering that some people yeah. come in for a, a season, some people come in for a reason, and some people come in for a lifetime. But these yeah. are the kind of relationships that you want to um, to be able to to nurture for a lifetime and to call your support system. You know, yeah. uh, good, bad, or indifferent. The people are going to love you no matter what you do, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done. Uh, yeah. The people that you can call at three o'clock in the morning and that will have you back. These are the kind of relationships and support systems that we should all really be trying to create. And it and 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 you know, again, the last chapter in my book is reciprocity, which means yeah. you'll be doing the exact same thing for them. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting because a lot of the things you just touched on are very much in alignment with what I teach because I teach people about deep health. And, and so we have our physical health, we have our mental health, our spiritual health, our emotional health, mm-hmm. our relationships, our um, environment. There's all these different areas of health. Right. And right. when you're thinking about self-esteem, if you have low self-esteem, what ends up happening a lot of times is obviously your own emotional and mental health are going to be lower. But that also means you're going to probably more likely to put negativity out into your environment, yes. which makes your relationships toxic. Mm-hmm. You're also you're going to physically protect that out. So you're, you're basically calling them in. Every thought that you emit is, is energy. That energy yeah. will come back as the same exact thought at that vibrational yep. level. Yep. People so always by, talk about fear. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so by just taking those same mm-hmm. thoughts and reversing them and, and starting to work through things like what you have in the book to improve your self-esteem, it's not just going to improve your self-esteem. It's literally going to improve every aspect of your life. Yeah. Is it going to uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, I absolutely do. And, and, and here's the other one. People say, oh, but what if I, you know, what if I get it wrong? What if I don't do it right? You know, what if I fail? Yeah. What if... Well, here's an acronym that I love. I'll throw this one out too. Fail is first attempt in learning. Yeah. It's your first attempt in learning. Oh, please continue to fail. Because every time you do, you're that much closer to success. You know, and yeah. I, 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 I often say, you know, the first car that came off the assembly line wasn't a perfect car. The first light bulb yeah. that was, you know, created wasn't an perfect light bulb. Um, you know, yeah. it, 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 you're different, you know, uh, the, the growth uh, the iter- these were different iterations as they, you know, as Einstein or Tesla, whomever you want to vote for there, uh, and and Ford moved forward within their industries. You know, I mean, look at the Ford today as opposed to a hundred years ago. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm saying too. Is you know, just keep. Don't worry about failing. Just you know, you're going to do it. We all do it. Yep. You're not alone. You're not in the, you know the failure club. You don't. We're all in it. Yep. You know, so and you don't even have to pay dues really to get in there. You just have to <laughs> you just have to pay some dues to get out. And the, it's what you what you are what you are due uh, to learn, right? Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, and, and the thing about that is, you know, I think so often our fear of failure is really about more external fear, right? It's oh, what are they going to say gonna think, or right? What are they yeah. going to think about me or, or yeah. you know, people are going to laugh at me or whatever. And it's yeah. like, who are these people and who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who are these people? Who cares? And that's probably like self-esteem 102. Don't yeah. worry about what everybody else is thinking. It's none of your business what other people think of you. Absolutely yeah. none. Yeah. Doesn't matter what they think. Doesn't matter if you fit in. All the pop- A lot of the popular kids in school today are, are not necessarily the, you know, you're the kick-ass go-getters, uh, you know, once they get out of school, not all of them. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's not even that important. Just yeah. let everybody be who they are, you know, be yeah. who you are and don't worry. And I say this to the kids because the CDC came out with a, with a report a couple of weeks ago and it says 44% of our high school and college age students and even younger uh, are yeah. either depressed, anxious, yeah thinking about committing suicide or have committed suicide. And that's yeah. an, it, that's a, an alarming number. It is. That's, that's really that's... a scary number. We are not, um, you know, again, as I said before, we're living in very uncertain times. COVID certainly changed the world 
And, yeah. and, um, and there's a lot of uncertainty and instability. And, and that's why I say get into the personal help section, read, 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 you know, get on, yeah. do documentaries. I get on to other millions of these, you know, YouTube, uh, motivational, inspirational, just yeah. hashtag anything. And a plethora of information is going to come up. Yeah. It's going to help everything look and feel brighter. Don't believe yeah. everything you're seeing. Don't believe everything you're hearing. Turn off the news. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, get away from your devices. Get out into the good old sunshine. You know, take a dog for a walk. I don't know. Get, you know, get, go swimming. Go to the park. Go do something else. You yeah. know, go start a campfire and toast marshmallows. You know, get back into nature. Get away yeah. from the devices. You know, you promise you, you can get away from your devices if you really want to. And you should. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes we become so reliant on certain things, right? And technology can be wonderful when we use it in the right ways. Yeah. But if we if we are taking ourselves away from everything else and we right. are constantly only dealing with technology, I think sometimes we miss just how much of that's negatively impacting us, right? If you're because yeah. yeah. I mean you think about it, I mean, everybody's talked about this in the past, but it's true. You get on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. You see everyone's best version of themselves. Yeah. You see their perfect life from the outside, which is nothing more than the portrait that they have painted for you to see. That's right. You don't know all their junk. Yeah. A lot of those villas are Airbnbs and a lot of those Lamborghinis are rented for the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> we know we know those people. But what I'm saying is this: what if you were to impose upon yourself as part of your self-esteem regime? to do something different tomorrow than you did today. Maybe that means putting down the phone for an hour and really just going for a walk. It's a little step. It's a little move and it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel awkward. And it's do it, just start doing that. And then maybe the next day you, you know, it's two hours and maybe the next day it's, you know, I don't know what, I mean, but I'm just saying if you were able to start implementing different ways of doing things, different ways of being you things that you know, maybe you, you know, Eat peanut butter and jelly every day. How about a ham and cheese tomorrow? I'm just making it up. But just yeah. to change things up, to see yep. what's out there, what's different. Uh, I've, I've been lucky enough to be able to travel the world, to learn different cultures, learn different languages. You know, tra- the travel was a pain in the butt. I had to get on the plane. I got to stand in line. I got a wrong ticket. I missed the bus. I missed the train. I mean, it's a pain. But once you get there, right, the work that you will do, it, and, yeah. uh, you know, is so work, uh, worth, you know, the end result. And that's the yeah. same when you read my book or any other uh, personal health book. I really, really, really invite you to yeah. do that. Yeah, it's a, one of those things I think where people, they think like, oh, I have to, you know, be on social media or whatever. Here's right. the thing. If you can't put your phone down, because for some people that just might be too much of an ask, right? Yeah. Maybe just shift, right? So you've got your phone with you, but instead of using it to be on social media, right? Play an audiobook, play a podcast, right? right. Like use that opportunity to, to learn actually something. grow. Yeah. Right. You know, right. I I had a guy on a couple of weeks ago and he was really smart growing up, like I think he said like top two percent IQ or something like crazy like that. And despite that. He was always getting in trouble in school. He was a troublemaker and he ended up getting kicked out of school. And for a lot of people, they would look at that and say, oh, like what a waste of talent. What a waste of, you know, life, you know. And he ultimately ended up with this job where he had to be in the car for hours per day. 
And he was listening to, it started as like sales and management type books, but some of the authors that he came across also did like motivational stuff. And so of course, you know, he got introduced to some of their motivational stuff, started listening to that and it just completely turned his life around. So this is somebody that by anyone else's standards, again, going back to what other people think we should do, they would have said, oh, you've thrown your life away. You've ruined it. You failed, whatever, you know, Absolutely. but he hadn't. I get it. You know, I mean, yeah. And, and so, you know, again, as I said, we're all on our own path. Everybody's got their own, yeah. you know, their own thing you're doing. Everybody's going to be learning uh, in a different way. Um, yeah. But, you know, again, and self-esteem is something that is not to be poo-pooed. It's not to be brushed under the carpet. It's not to, it should be one of the very first things that you are working, you're working on yourself. You're working on yeah. your life. You're working on your relationships. You're working and relationships all around. You know, as yeah. I said, from family straight through to your working relationships, the person that you decide you're going to spend the rest of your life with um, yeah. should be right. All, all, make sure that they're on board with this whole thing, too. In other words, if they're yeah. doing the same work that, you know, they are willing to do the same work that you're willing yeah. to do and that they're walking the walk and talking the talk. And they're not just, you know, it's not just lip service. And then you walk yeah. down the aisle and, they, <laughs> and you know. start. I was listening to something, you know, it's very similar to what Lewis, uh, Lewis, how, um, is it Lewis House? Lewis House said today, and that is, you know, you really need to be going to couples therapy long before you, you know, you're thinking about don't walking down the aisle, because yeah. whatever needs to be tweaked, whatever needs to be fixed, whatever needs to be adjusted, whatever needs to be brought out, brought up, needs to be done then, not after you bought, you know, the the, uh, you know, the the house and and the kids on the way. Yeah, it's way too late then. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's funny you bring that up because I think we tend to do that with a lot of errors, right? We wait yes. until things are completely broken yeah. before we try to address them. And it's yeah. like so much of this yeah. stuff, if you just if you're proactive in your growth, they take care of themselves and they never become problematic. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Yeah. It's one thing I wanted to to kind of point out here too, is I think a lot of people when it comes to self-esteem. They think to themselves, if only, insert whatever, then I would have more self-esteem, right? Which Mm -hmm. kind of, when you actually think about it, sounds very contradictory to what self-esteem should be. But (laughs) that's what people do. They they say, oh, if I had the bigger house, if I had the better job, if I Mm -hmm. looked a certain way, right? You've, You've talked about earlier that you, you know, worked with all these beautiful models, and I know from when we did our pre-interview that, you know, self-confidence was a very big issue, despite the fact that they constantly had people telling them how beautiful they were. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and to your point, I think that it's really more important that your self-esteem is intact. You know, you have worked on it, that you are at a good place. By the way, you never take a self-esteem test, right? And you get 100 and you're good. You know, right. it's not like that kind of thing. Life, life is life, right? So, and as yeah. I said before, it's going to throw some things at you that are going to destabilize you. Again, I just had a really tough last six, seven, eight months, yeah. but um, but I got through every one of them, and 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 I, you know, I I took really good care of myself while I was allowing myself to take the time to grieve uh, through the pain, to uh, you know, get angry to, you know, to process all of the different emotions that are going to come up because we're humans, we have emotions and we've got to learn how to process, you know, this stuff that's going to come up. If you keep pushing it down or if you just keep being angry, 
that's not going to get you anywhere. You have to yeah. deal with it. You know, you've got to deal with it. And in time, it doesn't happen overnight. You've got to deal with it. You don't, don't, you know, again, it doesn't get swept under a carpet and you don't work, you know, work on it at all. Right. Um, so uh, you absolutely have to put the cart before the horse. And that is you have to be able to have your happy, healthy self-esteem, live in happy you know, yeah. self-esteem. And then, you know, you attract the house, the car, the mate, the, you know, all of the rest of that. It doesn't work the other way around. Yep. You don't buy the car and get the, you know, the trophy wife and all of that and then work yep. on your self-esteem. It, it doesn't work that way. It, it, yep. it, it's something along the line just isn't going to feel an integrity. Yeah. It, it's very similar to, I always, you know, have clients come to me and they talk about, oh, you know, if I just had more motivation, if I just had more willpower, and I'm like, action, start taking action. Even if it's something small, that's how you build motivation. You don't get motivation, then take action. You yeah. build motivation, right? Uh, yeah, you, and I get it. taking it's action. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. It's not always easy. And I, 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 yeah. you know, I'm known to procrastinate as well. But, you know, when I, I'm so gassed up now about what's happening in my life, where I'm going, and more than anything, I think is um, how I'm serving, which is a yeah. really cool place to be, um, yeah. because I don't hold this all in for myself. This self-esteem thing, you know, I love. I'll talk to anybody about it, and I yeah. <clears throat> think along the way, I've helped many people in my own way, and you know, and our friends and family. A couple of, I had an assistant, I had a secretary, you know, all these women for me, women in my life yeah. um, that were. Um, you know, in need of something. And I was, you know, able to be there for them in some yeah. way, shape or form. Um, the idea that I also, you know, I collaborate with, you know, domestic shelters.org uh, when I can, yeah. and that helps, you know, abused women and children. So my, you, you know, you know, your why and the why is I don't want women living in this kind of pain. Um, and I yeah. want to give them the, the, the absolute, you know, the blueprint, the direction and the yep. fortitude to know that no matter how bad they think it is, it can be, you know, great. Do the work. Yep. It can be life can be an amazing place to be. You're just where yep. you are because that's all you know right now. Yep. But once I give you the tools or anyone else gives you the tools to be able to get yourself out of there, know that there's a way that you can, uh, support yourself and the children and maybe the dog and the cat, whatever, you know, whatever yeah. it, it, that is that, yeah. that, you know, you are, you, I just love giving women the, uh, the sense of sisterhood that yeah. I've created, especially with my mastermind and the, uh, blueprint to yet yeah, you can absolutely do, uh, yeah. anything, now look, I can't do anything, Stephen. I'm not. They're not going to. NASA's not going to call me tomorrow and throw. You know, fly me to the moon in six months. It's not going to happen. Probably, I'd right. have to go through really rigorous training, and I'd have to. It's not. And it's, I wouldn't want to anyway. But I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can do almost anything. I say I can do it. You do anything. Well, okay. Well, yes, yeah. you can. But you know, what do you want to? You know, what do you want to do? What's the most important yeah. thing for you? Yeah, it's it's very interesting to me because I always hear people talk about goal setting and they always reference SMART goals, which I, I will tell you, I actually hate the SMART acronym. I absolutely hate it because one of the things that everybody always talks about is, oh, you have to set realistic goals. Well, here's a newsflash. 
most of us do not suffer from being too uh, over the top with our goal setting, right? We're not right. we're not going out there and setting big audacious goals that are just too right. unrealistic. If anything, yeah. most of us are actually shrinking ourselves, yes. and then we use that as an excuse, and yep. we use that things like the smart goals to go. Well, I'm just trying to be realistic, right? But the reality is we're not even coming close to our potential, let alone risking. Well, it sounds like it. that sounds like they were. They went down the fear path. Yeah. They went down the fear path. And again, it and goes back is, to what we talked about earlier, that, right? That's the self-talk. See, those are what I call the daily demons. Don't know if I can. Who do I think I am? I'm going to get laughed at. I could never. I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, I could never be a model. I could never be a model. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. I'm not that. The other thing enough. Yeah. You know, um, and then I tried it. And guess what? You know, I mean, you never know until you try. And if you fail, it was your first attempt in learning. Yeah. You so know? I'm curious because you said that, you know, your mom, you know, had this kind of belief system. Her yep. mom had the same belief yep. system. So what was it for you that helped you to break the cycle? It's a really great question. What was it for me that helped me break the cycle? I think it was the just the burning desire. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I wanted it more than life itself. I wanted to be a model. I wanted to live in New York City. I was living in New Jersey at the time, so not too, too far away. But I, yeah. I did what it took, Stephen. I took a job as a, as a young girl. Yeah. I was 19 years old. I took a job as an, as a, um, an administrative assistant. Um, and I was still living in Jersey. I got up every morning yeah. at five o'clock. I did my hair, my makeup. I got on the first, you know, I got down to the train, got on the train, took me into the path, which was, you know, the World Trade Center at the time. So yeah. got off the path, got on the train, took me up to 34th Street. Then I had to get, you know, run down to 22nd Street. Oh, so excuse me, 23rd Street. I did that every day for a year going and coming yeah. back. I no sooner got back to Jersey. I fell into bed and I got up the next morning, and did it all over again. Because nothing had for me the call, a calling like that city did. And then, of course, for me, I wanted to be, I just wanted a model. I don't know why. I don't know where. I was Mary Poppins in the kindergarten play. I love stages. I love microphones. And that's just how I was born. So yeah. the next thing you know, I said, okay, model. I wanted to model. I was tall and skinny. And and uh, and I, that's just what I wanted to do. And I, I put everything in place. And again, here yeah. I'm going into probably the, the one of the, the industries where you get rejected the most. Yeah. There's no business like being a model or an actress where you will get the rejection you, you, you know, that we get. Yeah. So right away had to learn that wasn't about me. It wasn't about me being too, and you're always too, you were too tall. You were too short. You were too fat. You were too thin. You were too blonde. You were too school that dark. You were too, 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 too. And, you know, and what it was really is that you just were not what they were looking for at the time. Should they even have known at the time what they were looking for? Because sometimes they don't even know. So you, when you realize that, then you don't, you know, you learn not to take things personally Mm. and the story. So I think in answer to your question, it was the burning desire to be what I wanted to be when I knew I knew at five years old that as I was watching the movies on Saturday morning, which had Rita Hayworth and Ava Gardner, some of the most beautiful women in the world, I wanted to be them. Yeah. And and funnily enough, I have a picture. They, they did a super of me years ago, but a super uh, imposed picture of me next to Ava Gardner. And then I actually on television in Italy sang uh, Amado Mio, which was a song that was sung by Rita Hayworth in, I think it was, 
I don't, I think it was Mambo. I, for, I forget exactly. Or maybe it was Gilda. I don't remember. But wow. with the exact hair, exact makeup, and the exact dress, it's on YouTube. You should find it there. But you will see me actually dancing as, or singing and dancing as Rita Hayworth. So talk about the power of intention. Yeah. You know, even as a young child, I was, you know, my, I've got two vision boards. One is a, a spiritual and the other one is this life. <laughs> and yeah. I remember years ago, I put up there, Oprah, I want to be on Oprah. Somehow I had to be on Oprah. Well, I didn't make it to the Oprah show, but I did make it on Oprah and Friends on the radio, which was really cool. Or, yeah. And I have a million of these examples of yeah. get, get clear about what you want, make it, get these kind of books, know that you can, you know, and then mm-hmm. just do the work, do the manifesting, do the vision boards. There's also, uh, there are also uh, video vision boards. Um, what's the name of the company that I, uh, friends of mine, I can't remember it off the top of my head, Mind Movies mindmovies.com and you can create your own vision board with your own words and your own pictures and you watch your life unfold in front of your eyes and the next thing you know boom now i'm not going to say 100 of everything you try to manifest or you want to manifest but just do the work get off your tushy and do it life doesn't you know life tomorrow's not guaranteed Stephen. do it just get off your butt and do it yeah, I think when, when you look at self-esteem, one thing that I, I see a lot of people kind of make a mistake on is they tie everything, all their value, everything to the outcome. And you yeah, don't well, have much yeah. control over it, right? It's like yeah. you can't ultimately force an outcome. But what you can do is you can completely decide your behaviors and your attitude and the steps that you're going to take along right. the way. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's all doable. I think the message for the show today is, you know, it definitely is doable. If you're holding yourself back, I'm sorry, but that's on you. Um, Let's get yourself out of that mindset. You hear about mindset all the time. You can and you should and you will change when you want to, when you're ready. Um, And I would say get ready, like do it because, you know, time is a ticket and life is a a fabulous. It's a phenomenal place to be when you're in the right place with, you know, with your mindset. So before we get ready to wrap up, tell me a little bit about the uh, the book. So for anybody out there that's, that's yeah. thinking, like, should I get the book? Like, how is this actually going to help them? It's in go. Barnes & Noble. Go to the Barnes & Noble store. It's in there. Uh, or you can go to Amazon. You can find it there. It's also on Kindle and uh, Audio, Audible. So you can listen to me for four hours or whatever it takes. <laughs> took me a week to do that audio. But um, up in Las Vegas, I had to go all the way up to Las Vegas from here, here in Phoenix um, to go to the studio. Uh, and I was there a week. It was so much fun. But, you know, there's no reason. You can, you can find the book everywhere. And there's so many great books as well. I mean, don't read just mine. Read mine, but read many others yeah. as well. You know, just yeah. do the work. And, and you know, the thing grow rich. You said it. I mean, you know, that book is probably the most sold book after the, after the Bible. It's yeah. the most sold book and it's translated into every major, you know, every, all the languages in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Re- reading is such a huge thing. I mean, I know for me, so much of what I learned uh, actually came from the e-myth because I learned yeah, so yeah. much about like systems and, and things in that book that I've been able to apply. And I started to understand that most things that we do in life are processes. They're just systems. All you have to do, and this goes back to what you were saying about the whole failure thing, right. is you try stuff. If it fails, that's you just learned. Like, okay, that didn't work. Go back to right. the drawing board. And right. you keep tweaking your system until you get it to work. 
And then now the tweaks become smaller, right? They're just little small increments after that. But once you have a system perfected, all you have to do is just keep applying it. And it works. Absolutely. Well and, and that's and that's why I kind of well like about your book. Steven. Thank you. That's that's what I liked about your book too. Cause I mean, your book is basically a system, right? It's somebody walks through, they do the yep. exercises. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they have a little bit of growth or a lot of growth the first time right. through. Sure. They can come back through, they can repeat the system and they're going to grow more and they can just keep repeating it over and over and over again. Right. And you if they it. get to the point that the book's not helping them grow, they can go join your mastermind. <laughs> you got that right too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if there was one th- book outside of yours, obviously, because uh, we want to read that. I always say thinking is more rich. I go right thinking to thinking rich. you're rich. Absolutely. The unconscious mind, okay. uh, no, or subconscious, the subconscious, yeah. subconscious, the subconscious. There. subconscious mind. Thank you. Okay, yeah, or maybe, uh, maybe some of us are unconscious sometimes, but we should <laughs> a little unconscious, but it, uh, the subconscious mind. Thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, I love that book as well. All these kinds of books. I mean, they're, they're all uplifting. Yeah. They all, uh, and they all help. They are of grand, grand help. They are uh, the a number one, support system i would say are these books uh and yeah. then you create your own with people it's just a, you know it's a it's it's a win-win situation yeah could you maybe give us an example something from your book uh because i know you have several exercises in there yeah. uh, what what exercise can you just kind of walk us through an example of what it might look like for somebody Right. I love the affirmations. Because, okay. So the book is created uh, with all kinds. Every uh, chapter has a case study. Every chapter starts with a re word. So the first uh, chapter is release. For example, we all know that there are things we, we've learned. We have to unlearn. We have to release, especially a lot of the things that were taught to us by the native, the native tribe. Right. So releasing is, is a big one. We have um, in here, we have the Clarissa's corner. We have the clarion call. Um, there are affirmations and all kinds yeah. of reviews and homework and all kinds of things. But I, here's an affirmation that I absolutely love. It's called, I will become my best self. I will become the person I was always meant to be. I will not settle for less than I deserve. Now think about that. If you really, in just that, if you implement, yeah. I will not settle for anything less than what I deserve. Just mm-hmm. that in and, of, in and of itself is so powerful. Yeah. But we have to get you to a point where you believe you deserve only the best and that yeah. you will not settle for second best and that you will not settle for a toxic yeah. relationship and that you will not settle for someone that lies to you. You will not settle for someone that cheats on you. You will not settle for s- someone stealing yeah. from you. I mean, these are the kinds of places you need to be. It's not okay to be treated that way. Again, you teach everyone. So here we go. I know that I deserve only the best for myself. And if you say that, keep saying that. I know you say that a hundred times a day, see what happens. Um, I will, um, I am not what others think of me. I love that because I've heard that my whole life. Ah, she's such a pain in the butt. Ah, she's so difficult. Ah, she's no, no, I create my boundaries. I'm pleasant. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, thankful i'm grateful i smile i'm kind but when you cross the boundary i'm not gonna chop your head off but i'm going to probably be a little firmer in the way i say things if i've had to say it a couple of different times yeah like you know it could just stop you know 
I don't know, stepping all over my feet. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> if you don't, if you keep treading on my feet, I'm probably going to say, damn, that hurts. Stop doing that for the hundredth time. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, I was created for greatness and to inspire others. Yep. See, again, when we stop, take the focus off of ourselves a lot of times and put it onto others yep. all the time, of course, but you know, a good 50 50 it kind of feels good to be living in that place geez what can i do yeah. for somebody else i'm gonna make them feel better please ma'am go ahead i have a full yep. cart you only have a few things please i insist i had i did that the other day to somebody and they looked at me like really yeah but they really went like are you kidding yeah. me yeah <laughs> no, they're like, right ahead. i'm happy to do, you know um, they're so up in the crank camera they're like Where? yeah <laughs> um i'm excited about who i'm becoming as i map out my future it's, it is okay to say yes to getting up, moving on, and never looking back. Yeah. Get up, move on, and never look back. Just yeah. go, you know, because you're not going to yeah. change it. If you, if you beat your head up against the wall a million times and the relationship didn't change and he didn't change or she didn't change or it didn't change because, and you knew it was unhealthy, yeah. you know, move on, move on. And then yeah. the last in this in the series is I will do whatever is necessary to complete my reinvention and conquer the world. Yeah. Reinvention. There's another reword. Uh, I just, you know, I just think that this yeah. book, I mean, if you, if you were to read that affirmation and then go to sleep and then lay the book down and close your eyes and off you go, that's what you've got, you know, running around, yeah. you running around your brain all night long. You know, yeah. these are the, you know, and, they, and, and the greatest part of all of that is to when you can, you can find them also subliminally. Yeah. Um, it's, it's magic. You know, it's yeah. magic when you're, when you're listening to these things as you're in, you know, the theta or delta or whatever, you know, yeah. it really will help to change the trajectory. It changes the, you know, these, all these subconscious uh, thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so much of what holds us back, we think it's external things. But it's it's in here. It's 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 that mental block that really keeps us stuck a lot of times. Absolutely. I had a, I had a friend of mine that pointed out to me that human beings are the only species on the entire planet Earth that intentionally limit our growth. Mm. Trees don't stop growing. They don't stop getting taller. Right. right. Lions don't slowly chase their prey one day, right? They they pull out every time. Humans are the only species that intentionally limits ourselves. Exactly. The only one. Well, there you go. I hope that your listeners have gotten something out of this today and that they're, you know, they're inspired to, you know, get up, move on and never look back or to actually, you know, make that dream happen. Get really clear about what it is and know that they can. Uh, you know, everybody's, you know, has the right to, it's, an, it, it's, it's, a, it's a God given right to be able to live your dreams, you know, let's do, it. I mean, we're lucky enough to live in countries where in a country, let's not get into politics. I don't care, but yeah, let's not do that. But we're li- really lucky enough to live in a country that, you know, we do live free. Let's just leave it at that for the moment. That's what the United States has been based on for the last 200 and some years. So uh, a lot of countries do not have that, um, that luxury. So let's, you know, let's make the best of it. We're lucky enough to be living here. Let's, let's make the best of it. And many other countries, not just ours, but you and I happen to live here. So, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we, we live in a free country and, and that's a great place to be. Yeah. It, it's, you know, one thing that you bring up with that, and I think it's, is really kind of a great, maybe tie up for point for people here is 
we so often worry about external things in two ways, right? Number one is we worry about what people are going to think about us, which we've already covered. But mm -hmm. a lot of us also spend a lot of energy worrying about what other people are doing. And, and right now, we see this with politics all the time, right? Regardless of well, what yeah. side of the political fence somebody sits on, it's, oh, the other side's idiots and da-da-da-da. It's like, but what about you? What are you doing yeah, to grow yeah. yourself? What are you exactly. doing to focus on you? Stop worrying about everybody else. Focus on you. Focus on your impact in the world. That's what, that's what matters. I you can't make other people do anything. <laughs> I would say you're absolutely right. You know, so go out and uh, so go out and knock it out of the ballpark today. Why don't you do that? Yeah. And then get back to Stephen and I because we want to know. Yeah, come back, comment, let us get know. Just Stephen and on. me. Get back to Stephen and me because we want to know. So there you go. Absolutely. Good talking to you today. So I will include in the show notes a link to your book on Amazon. Uh, that way everyone will have a direct link to it. Uh, but if you could let everyone know any other ways that they can get connected with you. All social media except Snapchat. Just Clarissa Burt. you find me anywhere. All right. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on today, Clarissa. I, I really do think that you you added a lot of value today. You really brought a lot of different things for people to kind of think about. And may, maybe even too much, right? We maybe gave people too much today. They might need to listen to this That's episode okay. three, four, That's five okay. times. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Let's keep them motivated. Let's keep yeah, them inspired so. and motivated. So, so put this on your uh, your phone when you go on that walk. Put your headphones in. Just listen to this on repeat a couple times. <laughs> Make sure you get all those wonderful gems that got dropped today. And Thanks. we will see everybody back next week. Uh, this is Stephen Bosch reminding you that none of us are born unshakable, but we all can choose to become unshakable.